0: All right, so now we're back. We did a bonus. We did a bonus episode. We made that BH9210 a bonus episode. So that's up on our platform right now at Anchor FM, also Spotify, also other places you can hear podcasts from. Now we're going to do our episode on scary stories to tell in the dark, a 2019 film that uh, is by Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo? I can never say that first Guillermo del Toro.
1: Good filmmaker, though. Yeah, good dude. Did he actually direct it, though? Or did he just produce it?
0: I thought he was the director. Uh, and it looks like his um, stuff. Let me... I can't tell right now.
1: But, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: Guillermo del Toro.
1: He had his hands all over it, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dude touched everything. His germs. Um, well, that's nice. Direct, that's uh, actually, directed by Andre... Over... 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 All these people, people, we can't pronounce their name. Andre Orbital. All right, Scary Stories Telling the Dark is adapted from a uh, story from... uh, It's based on
1: three books. I do know that. Yeah. Because Beth was telling me all about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, Beth would would get on this. All right, anyway. We ain't got the time to go through all that. Uh, Right now, uh, let me tell you. The shadows of a, the Bellows family has loomed large in a small town in Mill Valley for generations. It's in a mansion that young Sarah Bellows turns her tortured life and horrible secrets into a series of scary stories. These terrifying tales soon have a way of becoming all too real for a group of unsuspecting teens who stumble upon Sarah's spooky home. This came out August 9th of 2019. Right now, Brandon, where's it sitting?
1: on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, Metacritic gives it a 62%, and 85% like it on Google.
0: I agree with that. All right, so, um, first thoughts on it. Um, The uh, spoilers, um, (laughs) because we don't have time to do a non-spoiler review. Uh, So... I loved I I was a I was surprised. I thought it was going to be take place in like modern time. So, I, first of all, I was really surprised and happy that it took place in like 1968. Yeah. I uh I, I loved the way the the film looked. It looked almost like it kind of, time. Kind yeah, of it's yeah, like the the small town feel to it uh and um it just I think it shot well. Uh I I like the um my favorite scary story was the Harold uh, story with the uh, scarecrow. Mine too. I love the sound. I love the sound of the uh, the corn yeah. uh, rustling in the wind, and uh, and you can hear the crickets. You can hear. You know, I love like things like that. Um, that's what I liked about. Side note. That's what I loved about uh, Pet Cemeteries opening. Is the uh, overhead shot, and you hear like the you hear the the woods, you hear the woods and the forest, and then you come up on this roaring fire, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of come in and swells in, and I love that. And this is how I felt about like the corn, the cornstalk scene with with Harold. It's like, man, it was eerie. It felt eerie for me.
1: Yeah, for me too. now, I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Probably not. But I do think it was a well-made film. Uh, I had some distractions. I don't. I was just
0: distracted. I had some distractions during Hobbs and Shaw. A whole family of distractions.
1: <laughs> but the, I had stupid kids in the theater with me, laughing at stuff that wasn't funny, uh, talking. Uh, their cell phone was lighting up. I mean, it, I just had a few distractions, <laughs> and I, I normally don't get distracted about that sort of stuff but in this movie I did
0: yeah it didn't crawl too right yeah um
1: but like I said I think the Scarecrow story was fantastic Mm -hmm. give me the whole movie would have been that I think it would have been five stars for me (laughs) I really loved that uh no who stole my toe who took my toe story
0: Uh, who 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 stole my toe or something like that
1: that storyline uh that story particular story was I, I liked her look
0: the, but, the, the ghoul, the ghoul lady. Yeah,
1: bit. but overall, that I didn't. I don't know.
0: It didn't hit me the, in the right place. I, I, I liked it. Uh, I liked it to an extent. That one, I liked that one to an extent. Um, like the kid, I thought the kid was just overly just dumb. Like, oh, what do you mean? It's a stupid story. I'm eating my stew yeah. or whatever. You know, uh, and then like and uh, they had they, there's the uh, toe that was in the stool and stuff like that. Uh, and then when he ran, ran into the room and hit up under his bed, uh, you see the door creak open. Yeah. Uh, like, in the trailer, you see her, her feet or something like that, but you never see her feet right there. You just see him like hiding from her. Like, you don't know where she is. Uh, and uh, I thought that that would be like, and it was, and I, I say that it did a good job with Tricking me out because I thought I was thinking that he was gonna turn around and she's gonna be like right there next to him or something like that. But uh, uh, and then when he went try to crawl out from under the bed and look to see if she was right there, you know, I thought that she would surely be like right there or mm-hmm. or, or something like that. And uh, she was under the bed with him and just pulls him. I like that aspect of it, but uh, the weak to me the weakest one. All this was practical. All this was people in suits, by the way. This was not... You, they added CG where they needed, it, but all it was practical people. But the one that I didn't like the most was Jangly Man.
1: It uh, was probably my second favorite.
0: Yeah. I, I just... Oh, I didn't I like the, the... the. I didn't like the spider one. Although... It was not... Although, you know, it's creepy, the element, the idea of spiders, like, I think two or three place.
1: stories, to me, came off Goosebumpy a little bit. That's uh, not not that I'm... It's a, it's a bad thing because I, I like the first Goosebump movie a lot. I don't like the second one all that much, but it just... Some parts felt like for adults and some parts felt Goosebumpy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it felt like it was going for both audiences. I don't yeah, know.
0: you gotta pick your audience. Uh, um, but I did like the... um I did like the uh, the idea of the like like the big lady that consumed that one yeah. kid and all. It. I, I felt the most anxiety uh, anxiety in that scene because like like he's running and she was there. Yeah. She's running the other way, she's there, and then like at that one point where no he was where like t- went, she was she there, she's like closing in, and I, I I felt anxiety. I was like, oh man, I was thinking, what would you do? What would you do? I'm like, man, just run past her. You know, just run past her. But, uh, like parkour would, off the wall or something. I
1: think I would have probably just tried to run over her. <laughs>
0: yeah, but... But I he's think a, he's you a small dude. But you would have just been absorbed by her. Maybe. She, he gave her... She gave him a really nice hug. <laughs> it just took him in. Yeah. But I thought that it was creepy, but it could have been... She was creepy, but she could have been creepier. Did you feel it? The man was creepy to a sense... Like, now that I know that it was just this contortionist... Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Now, the one part in that story that I did not expect was him just to break the sheriff's neck like he did. Yeah. Because I was like, okay... Because up to this point, it's it's still kind of kitty Yeah. So, to an extent.
0: And that's that the only not, adult that was affected, actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Honestly, I think it could have been a little bit... um, Could have been better. Uh, If it it was PG-13, I thought, okay. But, um... Even even as a PG-13, you can go a little bit more horror. I don't know how much... I don't know how close they can get to horror. Like, like to the edge of being R without being R.
1: Yeah. But, like, for what the story was... This for this you know this film I thought it was it was well done yeah Uh, um you know it it was it felt it felt old you know like something probably made in the eighties for PG Mm thirteen like you know like a like a gremlins not not same tone I mean not not same film but like that tone yeah Uh, so uh, I mean I like that I like the aspect of the tone of the movie I just there was just some of the scary stories that just felt off to me but i, don't know, I, I that's just but like i was distracted yeah. so that could have something to do with it but
0: yeah i i may watch
1: go, it again and, and absolutely love it
0: we're, i'm gonna go ahead and give us our uh scores scores why not right, uh go ahead Aaron. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna give this one a four out of five Markouts Because uh, so cool. it uh, it's a movie that I, I enjoyed. I really thought of, of the world of. Uh, there's some things that was dumb that I, I couldn't forgive. Like, right, the Red Room thing. I like the idea of the Red Room. The, the Red Room. Uh, uh, but the kid... Why run? He, he got himself... In that situation where he got engulfed by that lady. Yeah. Nobody told him to run.
1: No one.
0: As a matter of fact, that's the time where you need to stick with your other friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're having dreams about this red room. And you hear about it in this uh, hospital. uh, Because they say it's in the red room. Uh, You need to stick with your friends. You don't need to be by yourself. But he was terrified. So... I mean, I guess I understand his reasoning for wanting to stay out in the hall, but he didn't stay out in the hall. But he didn't stay out in the
0: <laughs> hall. He went and ran. Like, who does that? I, you know, I like this character. run into a red
1: room. I liked this character up until that point.
0: Yeah, he was one of my favorite characters, actually. He's like a little butthole character. Yeah, uh, I, I was, really, like that. He was the comic relief, and the the comic relief, the comedy kind of left when he died. Well, when he was consumed. Yeah, it feel
1: like it changed, of yeah. course, uh, when he died, or when he was taken.
0: Yeah. 'cause they set up like they could still be alive in a sequ- in a sequel, yeah. but I don't know uh i don't I don't foresee I mean, they had to go a little harder in the sequel I don't understand how they could do a sequel if the chick pretty much is done with the scary stories like how how I don't understand I mean, there's three books, so I mean, yeah, yeah
1: they, but the somehow, books
0: are a collection I don't yeah. know if even if the if the is the, the books really connected by this lady, I have no idea. See, I don't know the source. Elizabeth material. needs to let us know it. Okay. But
1: my score. Go You go. Ahead. On, you're, you're on. Okay. My score. Uh, I, I felt after I watched it and thinking about it, even hearing what you've been saying, I still think my score is still a three point five out of five. That's
0: not, that's not terrible.
1: Yeah. I mean, I liked it. As I told you, when you asked, I said I liked it. I mean, I, I think you were hoping I said I loved it, but <laughs> yeah. But no, I can't go there. But I did. I, I enjoyed it. You know. For a PG-13 horror film that dealt with kids, uh, it's not it, but it's not supposed to be. By the way, no. <laughs> but no, it's,
0: this is just like a little. It's going to be a forgettable film in the in the realm of.
1: What I will say about it, it's kind of hyped me up for Fear Street, because I think Fear Street would do it better. What is this? Uh, R.L. Stine's Fear Street. It's supposed it, to come out next year.
0: Uh, I never even heard of it. You
1: never heard? You never heard of the Fear Street books? No,
0: nah, nah, I never. I'm not a big R. O. Stein person. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like real authors like Stephen King.
1: Oh, Arl Stein's a real author, buddy. <laughs> that's funny.
0: <laughs> um, but, um, speaking of, uh, that's a difference to conversations because we're going to make this long. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I enjoyed it. Still haven't the check it out. Brandon actually liked it too. I did um, like it. But, you know, would you suggest people at least look at it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. Check it out. Yeah. I mean, it's basically... Check it out if not just only for Herald. Yeah, that's because it that was really good.
1: It's basically the only horror film out at the moment, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, you got kind of one coming, but not really. Yeah. 47 years down, uncaged. It's kind of.
0: It's coming bad, But, uh. It is. But, yeah. yeah hey, check, check it out. Um, that's our review for uh, this episode. I'm sorry it's so short. But <laughs> we got other stuff to get done. But, uh. <laughs> Thank you for listening. But it's actually been long because really the bonus episode on uh, Beverly Hills is where our, all our passions seem to <laughs> reside. At.
1: Yeah, I wasn't super excited for this, but I felt it should have been an episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I knew Aaron said he he really liked it, so yeah.
0: Well, but now here it is for y'all listening. Enjoy. <laughs>